critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. All right, let's start off today's episode with a quick review of a fallacy we covered earlier this season, the apple polishing fallacy. All right, I encourage you, hit pause real quick, see if you can remember what the apple polishing fallacy is. Okay, so the apple polishing fallacy happens when someone offers excessive compliments or flattery to a person instead of offering a good argument. It's like they're polishing the apple to make it look pretty so that they don't have to actually provide proof of whatever it is that they're saying. So the question to ask yourself if you think you're facing the apple polishing fallacy is this. Are they using flattery to distract or avoid All right, if you want to review or learn more about this fallacy, go back and check out episode 123. Today's episode, we are continuing on with our Propaganda Tactics mini-series. This is number five, but it is brought to you by my membership, Crazy Thinkers, where you can learn the skills to be able to think well about anything. This membership includes Brain Cell University, which is a 10-week digital course that teaches you the skills of thinking in short little video episodes, and it also helps you master the top 30 fallacies that we cover here on the podcast. You'll also get Brain Gym, which is a monthly PDF that I create that includes real-life content for you to have great conversations with your middle or high schooler. It's not just enough, you guys, to hear the fallacies here on the podcast. To truly develop discernment, you need to practice them, and I make it super easy to do that just that with this resource. So to learn more, go to filteredthroughbraincell.com forward slash crazy. I would love to have you join. Okay, so today we are continuing on with our mini series on propaganda tactics. And the tactic that we're covering is called the dog whistle. So the dog whistle propaganda tactic is when someone speaks in code, so to speak, that sends a particular message or appeals to a specific audience without them having to come right out and say it. It involves when someone uses language, symbols, or phrases that have a hidden or a secondary meaning that may only be understood by a certain group of people who share a particular ideology, belief, or bias. So the term dog whistle comes from actual dog whistles. So when people are training dogs, they use specific dog whistles that are not like regular whistles. Dog whistles are high-pitched, they have a high frequency, And humans can't hear them, but dogs can. So the idea behind this tactic is that just like a high-pitched whistle that only dogs can hear, these kind of hidden coded messages are designed to reach a select group while remaining unnoticed or less apparent to others who are not in that group. Okay, so let me try to break this down what this means. One simple example of this often happens among teens. They'll use specific words or emojis or phrases to communicate things with each other that their parents totally miss or don't understand. Here's a few examples of what this looks like in society right now. Teens will often use internet slang and emojis to convey subtle messages that their parents might not get. They can use memes that carry underlying messages or humor that's only fully appreciated by those who are familiar with the context of what's in that meme. Hashtags on social media can serve as dog whistles by connecting posts, certain posts to broader social or political movements. 
Um, sometimes even song lyrics contain coded messages or references to cultural and social issues that are only only people who are concerned about those issues might recognize. Some artists will even use their music to address topics like mental health, political health, identity issues, and that allows listeners to connect with the message on a deeper level, but people who aren't part of that identity will kind of miss it. It could even be clothing, accessories, and symbols can convey hidden hidden meanings. For instance, uh, certain clothing brands or logos may represent support for specific causes or ideologies. And I even recently learned that um, among Doc Martin wearers, different color shoelaces can communicate different meanings. So it's important to note that some coded messages can be lighthearted and humorous, while others can carry more significant social or political implications. So I'm not saying that all of these things are propaganda. I'm just using these things as examples of kind of some simple ways that dog whistle happens and kind of what that means. Now, in politics, a politician might use coded language or phrases that appeal to a particular group of supporters without openly expressing controversial or divisive views. So to the general audience, the message may seem innocent in general, but to those with a specific perspective, it actually sends a clear signal. So in politics, the dog whistle tactic can be used to mobilize a support base, to create a sense of belonging, or to subtly advance a particular agenda without creating open confrontation or controversy. It often requires careful attention and interpretation to be able to recognize these as dog whistles kind of rely on implied or veiled meanings. So the problem behind the dog whistle propaganda tactic is that it's sneaky. Often dog whistling, especially in politics or as it's used for propaganda, is used to relate to the feelings that one group of people has have about another group of people. It's an emotional appeal, and it's a sneaky way of emotionally manipulating people to agree with them or to get them on their side. So here's just, I kind of have been doing some research to try to find some really solid examples of dog whistling. And so here's just a few that might help kind of get a feel for what this propaganda tactic is all about. So a few examples of how people on both sides of the political aisle have been accused of dog whistling here in United States politics. So Republicans have been accused of dog whistling when they referred to President Obama by his full name, Barack Hussein Obama. The accusation was that by using his middle name, Hussein, they were playing on people's fear of Saddam Hussein, who was at the time the president of Iraq and and, and what considered to be an enemy of the United States. And so the, they, the accusation was that the Republicans were trying to make people as afraid of Barack Obama as they were of Saddam Hussein. Okay, now on the other hand, Democrats have recently been accused of dog whistling when they use the term Midwestern or heartland. So the accusation is that Democrats are using these terms to mean white people. And they're using this as a way uh, to separate themselves from white people and relate more to minorities. Okay, so these are just two small examples. There's a ton of examples. The reality is Both sides use this tactic. And yes, do they use it? Yes, they do. And it's wise for us to be aware of it so that we can recognize it and not get fooled by it. So the question to ask yourself if you think somebody is dog whistling is this. Is there a deeper meaning here that they're referring to? I'll say it again. Is there a deeper meaning here that they're referring to? 
Okay, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.